you've been to many panel discussions and things like that, right? Sure. Uh, presentations, live live uh, talks, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Commonly at these um, kinds of events, there will be a Q and A opportunity at the end, right? Where maybe they'll pass a mic around, or they'll have like mics set up in the aisle, and the, you create some cues, right? Yeah, for people to make mini speeches. So that's my question. Yeah. How do you feel about questions versus speeches in a Q and A format? Um, I well, <laughs> uh, many Q and As are very unsatisfying across the board, uh, <laughs> in in the sense that uh, very few people ask questions, and very few of those questions are very good questions, mm. and uh, and very often the uh, panelists or the, the speakers do not answer those even if they are good questions. Oh, so a lot of things have to go right in order to get a satisfying <laughs> You're saying it's experience. A, it, this is a very, the, the overlap of this Venn diagram is small. Yeah, so the things that have to go right are, you have to have uh, a person, an audience member, ask a succinct, good, high quality question. Mm-hmm. And then you have to have the speaker or panel member answer in a satisfying way that good, succinct question. And so for both those things to go right um, is, is rare. It, yeah, right. Um, and often, you know, uh, <laughs> oftentimes a, a, a microphone um, in opened up to the to a <laughs> random member of the public uh, is a very uh, a dangerous uh, uh, thing. Not dangerous in the, in the sense of, um, yeah, <laughs> actually, actually dangerous. But unsatisfying. I mean, unsatisfying. Dangerous. Dangerous uh, towards uh, one's sanity. And uh, I will tell you, if I'm ever in one of these one of these places, and we get to the Q and A portion. I tense up in the same way that I tense up when uh, the performers come into the audience looking for a volunteer, which is like, oh God, what's going to happen? Like, it makes me, it makes me nervous. Uh, Like, because like for all the reasons you've identified, but it's like the chance that this is going to be good is low, but the chances that there's going to be some cringeworthy event about to happen is higher than usual. The chance that they're going to ramble is definitely present. The chance that they're going to just get embarrassed, get stage fright, say something awkward is high. Um, the chance that they're going to ask something that's like kind of weirdly provocative is is there. Um, and then there's the unsatisfying response from the panel. Have you ever asked a question at a panel? No, not really? once. I, I, that can't surprise you that much. I guess um, I've thought of questions, like one time... Was it you? Who did I go to see Don DeLillo with? Not it me. was, um, what's his name? Um, Tom. Oh. Uh, and he wanted to take Jess, and then Jess couldn't go, so I went with him. And so he, he had some, he had Tom. some, Tom, Emily's husband. Oh, Tom. Uh, and he had a ticket to go see Don DeLillo. And he said, uh, I've got this extra ticket. Do you want, you know, and he, we were, I don't know, we were all at a party or something. And he said, uh, would you like to go? And I, Je- DeLillo is one of Jess's favorite writers i said you should go and she said okay she's like okay fine and then the so night this is an event that i wasn't invited to at a party i must not have been invited to with friends of mine whom i introduced sorry go on is there, go a, qu- is there a question is that an example of uh, something th- that's not a question <laughs> <laughs> and so the t- the day comes not too surprising jess has had a rough day dealing most likely with child nonsense and she's like look i just don't want to come into the city uh, you should go. And I said, okay. So I went. And he was very interesting. And at the end, they had a Q&A. And the Q&A went fine. But it's the only time I've thought like, man, I should, 
I should come up with a question. Hmm. Um, and I, I would under, I, I guess that I can then kind of empathize with the people who are like, maybe one of the reasons why they're terrible on the mic is that they're not asking a question because they have a question to ask. They just want to have had the experience of, of speaking to the people that they're in yeah. front of. Yeah. So I, um, I have to confess, and I think it's something that won't surprise you too much that I actually do, uh, tend to ask a lot of questions <laughs> uh, at these events. I, it, it, it has happened uh, many, many times. More often or less often than 50% of the time? Oh, definitely less often than 50% oh, okay. of the time. Right. So I, but no, no, no. Yeah. No, I mean, because I also go to a lot of events that have panels and, uh, yeah. and things like that. Okay. But You um, go to a lot more events than I would. Possibly. But it, and it, it's... And I only... I, I tend to think that I don't make speeches. Um, there have been... You try not to. I don't believe I do. I, I, <laughs> I actually can't think of there's one event. Is this one so like somebody saying like, you know, I don't shower, but, but don't worry. I, I don't have a body odor. Right. <laughs> no, but I, I, so I do recall one. Uh, this is a funny story. It's not that funny. Let me just uh, How manage funny is the following story? Let me, let me manage expectations. I heard you have a hilarious anecdote to share with us this morning. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to start telling you something <laughs> that I think is interesting. Is this exchange funnier than the story? Probably. Almost definitely. Uh, so many years ago, uh, uh, I went to an event uh, that the New Yorker magazine put on. They put on a thing called the New Yorker Festival every year where they, they have a bunch of panels around town and all that. And this was in, I believe it was 2004. Um, and actually, I believe I went with Tom. <laughs> uh, our friend I, who goes to panels. Our friend who goes to panels. Um, and uh, it was at the New York Public Library, and it was with, uh, at the time, the three network evening news anchors oh this is back when most americans knew the names of the three major news this is they were they they had enough celebrity years ago but right i would say it's changed yeah so at the time it was it was peter jennings who's still with us dan rather and tom brokaw all 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 living and all still actively uh the i remember in the 90s thinking of them as these um you know, Olympic figures, yeah. you know, they, they are these sort of like cultural pillars where it's like, I remember thinking to myself as a like eight year old or something. So that wouldn't have been in the nineties, but late eighties. Uh, okay. I know, I know the names of the stations, ABC, NBC, CBS, and I know that they have an evening news and I know that there's a guy who does it and I know their names. Like I recognize these guys from the TV. Yeah. And I remember like mentally filing this information as like, yeah, there they are. And now it's uh, the world is very different. But at the time, like, the, yeah, those were the people who told you what happened in the world. Yeah. And so they were all together. They were all together. Um, and we were at the New York Public Library, this big space, probably, I don't know, it felt like 500, 600 people in the, in the room. And, and they had this conversation about, um, you know, the nature of media in the, this was in the 2004 elections. Uh, so I think right. this is the Bush versus Kerry. Um, I think it was after the, I forget, I think it was after the election. So. Um, but, and then he opened up to questions and I, uh, went up there and I, uh, I asked a question and, uh, and actually my question did get an applause from the audience. Wow. Yeah. That's I, pretty good. Yeah, it's not, well, look, this was a primed liberal audience, you know, it, it was, those, so you threw some meat to, the, I might've thrown <laughs> some red meat, uh, to, to the audience. You threw some chum in the water. Um, and, uh, and then some months later... Do you, can, do you remember the question? Are you going to tell us the question? Well, I, maybe. Okay. But uh, if I can recall it. But some months later, 
I was uh, going about my, my business as, as at work, and I started getting texts and emails from uh, a whole manner of people. It wasn't that many people. A, maybe, a diverse like, group of people. It was like maybe four or five people from all over the country and random people I knew. So like my friend's brother and my other friends. Right. People, like, people from who all, wouldn't otherwise text who, you. Who, who, people who definitely don't know each other who I know from very random uh, circumstances um, who said, I think I just heard you on the radio. And I'm like, what? Huh. And I could have sworn it was your voice. Right. Uh, because in my question, I didn't say, hi, this is hi, Brian. Brian Walsh. You no, just I said, said I just question. started yeah. asking my question. But they, but people felt my voice was so distinct that they're like, and these are people who, had, and some of the people who reached out, I didn't know well at all. You know, who, right. like, they, it's a friend's brother. Yeah. And it's like, and uh, it, so it turns out that that session at the New Yorker Festival was um, edited, condensed, and aired on the uh, Terry Gross ah. show. Nice. on NPR and so I'm not sure if it ever became a podcast because I think this was pre-podcast time yeah, or this is before podcast. way pre-popularization of podcasts for sure but so it was but it was aired on NPR nationwide on mm-hmm. the Terry Gross show and uh, they had part of the panel and then they had and and because and I, I ended up listening to it mm. later online so and and then it, they opened it up to questions from the audience and they they didn't take all the questions they didn't do the whole panel but they included my question look at that look at that and you could hear Spontaneous applause from the audience as I <laughs> asked my question, and I think my my question was um, it was something to the order of, uh, you know, in an they talked uh, the, on the panel they talked about only having twenty two minutes to fill the air each night and trying to inform Americans, and I said basically, well, why are you covering? And I whatever the kind of tabloidy Hollywoody mm. kind of not real news right. issues of the day that they were covering. Uh, it's like, why are you covering that? Right. You know, then if uh, you, you complain that you... You only have 22 minutes. You only have 22 minutes. Why, so are, you, why, are, you, why are you wasting some right. of them on whatever the, you know, nonsense of, of that era was, right. which, my God, what I would do for the nonsense of that era. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. 